MSW Media. Hey, this is best-selling author Joel Stein, and you're listening to average-selling author Dan Dunn. Well, pour yourself a glass, sit for a spill, it's time to have some fun. Let's do a little thinking, some picking and a drinking, but this is what we're drinking with Dan Dunn. Apologies for the car horn out there. I got some friends over doing some street racing. That's what we do here in Los Angeles during quarantine. Street racing. Hi, I'm Dan Dunn. Thanks for joining me. I'm going to jump right in. We got a busy, busy show today. Uh, joining us on the show is uh, in a little while is going to be uh, Jessica Ann, all the way from Kentucky, Louisville, Kentucky. She is a an expert on the Bourbon Trail in Kentucky bourbon tourism in Kentucky. She also happens to be an expert on the Zodiac. So we've got a little surprise for you today. We're going to be drinking wines that correlate to the Zodiac. So get out your, you know, get out your, uh, your, your Ouija board. Wait, what is tied? I don't even know what's tied to the Zodiac, but get that out. Get the pen and paper out. You're going to be taking notes on this. A lot of information coming your way and, and a lot of wine too. I want to um, take this uh, phlegmy, thing that I'm doing right now. Uh, Flaviar. You know, I do this thing every week on Flaviar Nightcap Live. I host it. We have celebrity guests. It's a lot of fun. The next one is June 24th, which if you're listening to this show, the day it came out is tonight, 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on Flaviar's YouTube and Facebook. We're going to be doing a virtual pub quiz night with Jay Flynn, who hosts a wildly popular virtual pub quiz night over in the UK, gets hundreds of thousands of people. So we're going to be doing a, that with Jay again, June 24th, 8 p.m. Eastern on Flaviar's YouTube and Facebook. Also, I'll you know do the Adam Carolla show every month. Next appearance is going to be Monday, June 29th, Summer Spirits. We're going to be drinking Summer Spirits on the show with Adam Bald, Brian, and Gina. So please check that out. I invite you, as always, to follow me on the social media at the Imbiber, Twitter, and Instagram. Speaking of which, I want to give a shout-out to Avital Stone Bornstein. I hope I'm saying her right, her name right there. She tends bar at the Park Restaurant and Bar in the Agora Hills, Westlake area, just north of Los Angeles. She hit me up to invite me in for a drink, and of course I can't do that because I'm scared shitless of this virus, but someday I'll go there. Someday I will go there. And those of you who are not scared shitless who are in the Agora Hills, Westlake area, please go say hi to Avital at the the park restaurant and bar. Go say hi. Tell her Dan sent you. All right. As I mentioned, wine is the thing we're going to be talking about today on the show. So I want to start off with a little story for you. I know you like the stories, story time, you know, take you out of, take you out of whatever's got you all worked up right now. I'm going to tell you a little story. The King Estate Winery is situated at the tip of the Willamette Valley, just southwest of Eugene, Oregon. It was founded in 1991 by the King family, 
And the estate remains a family-owned and operated winery to this day. The wine I'm drinking right now is a 2017 King Estate Willamette Valley Pinot Noir. It's $30 a bottle, and that is a steal for this wine. They, they source the grapes uh, primarily. They have a biodynamic vineyard there, right there, and then they use a handful of like-minded, sustainably farmed vineyards throughout the Willamette Valley to make this Pinot Noir. It's got a deep uh, garnet color. It's got bright red edges, a very expressive nose. I'm getting like Bing cherries, black tea. It's a little cigar box in there, some vanilla. Let me just check with my dog who's rolling around here in the studio. Are you okay? Do you need me? Do you need some time, Buna? All right, now she stopped. I've passively aggressively shamed her into no longer rolling around and being a dog. You just calm down over there, will you? Where was I? Oh, let me take some wine. Mm. Oh, yeah, that's the good stuff. So the flavor profile, this is a very uh, red fruit spectrum. Raspberry, strawberries leading the way. I'm also getting some of the oak on there and a little bit of gin, a little vanilla tinges. And this is a wine that you could drink now, but it's going to age. This thing will go to the late 2030s if society still exists then. So I would drink it now. Honestly, the way things are going in 2020, if you get this wine, drink it immediately. All of it. Okay. So regular listeners to this show know that I wrote a book called American Wino in which I traveled around the United States for several months and then wrote the book. Ostensibly, I was trying to become the leading expert on wine in America, but there were other reasons I went, but I, I certainly failed on becoming the leading expert on wine in America. But King Estate was one of the places I went to, and it was a really, really memorable uh, trip there. I loved it. It was a beautiful place, and the night that I was there uh, led to a story that ended up in wine. I'm going to tell you that story right now. I, uh, I dined alone at King Estate's elegantly rustic restaurant, and I had uh, ahi pokey, duck gillette, gnocchi, parisienne, and some striped bass. It was a meal fit for a king. Really just amazing. And the wines they selected for me were exquisite as well. They have this uh, crisp paradox Pinot Gris and then to this light, bright, earthy Croft Pinot Noir. But the best part of the evening, though, hands down, was the server. Lovely young woman. An actual ray of sunshine. I'll call her Clotilda because I can't recall her real name, and I would have had to change it anyway for purposes of telling the story. So Clotilde had recently graduated from the University of Oregon with a degree in some kind of fancy business. She was hoping to go into farming, I think, or it could have been pharmaceuticals. Regardless, she was lovely and sweet and unassuming, a combination not often found where I live in Los Angeles. By my third glass of Pinot Noir, I was laying it all on the line. I told her I wished I lived in Eugene, that I longed to be amongst people like her, real people with real lives, who wanted nothing more than to till the land or sell Cialis to farmers. Either way, she was too kind to correct me. You know what? I think I'll move here when I'm done with this trip, I said, drunk enough to almost mean it. You should. You'd love it here, she said and her big green eyes sparkled. I mean, shit. They actually glimmered and lit up the room. I have the words Ocular Aurora written in my notebook from that night. Yes, goddammit. I would love living in Eugene. It's a fine place. There's the university and this winery and 
There was Clotilda. I mean, let's face it. I wasn't about to enroll in school or become a winemaker, so she was my primary motivation for relocating. But that was just fine because she was perfect, resplendent, innocent, pure. Girls like her don't come along very often. At least not anymore. They used to, though. All the time, actually. Back when I wasn't so acutely aware of my own mortality and was consequently in no rush to settle down. Before I found out that the dreams, aspirations, and expectations I've been carrying around since childhood have been beaten, heaped into a pile, laced with C4 and blown to actual fuck. You know, the good old days. Holy shit, it's happening, I thought, as I watched perfect Clotilda and her perfect hands and feet and calves and neck make their way back to the kitchen. I'm having a stupid goddamn midlife crisis. This is what it looks like. A single 40-something man alone in a restaurant far from home trying to impress a woman half his age with idle boast and cheap come-ons. Feeling suddenly self-conscious, I glanced down and saw something that made my blood run cold. I was wearing a hoodie. A Stussy hoodie. I bought it. Macy's. It was on me. It was all over me. Once I made the connection, the signs became more and more obvious. The sudden impulse to pack up and go, the weight loss, the new wardrobe, my thoughts of going to Bonnaroo and or Coachella, the package of just for men I had made sure to pack when I left L.A. Now, now, I told myself, a lot of guys, maybe even all guys, go through midlife crises. But aren't they supposed to feel kind of good? So long as you can keep yourself from realizing you're having one, of course. I mean, the underlying feelings are uncomfortable, sure. But the whole point is that you're sort of not in touch with the actual feelings and are instead channeling them through your various desperate attempts to return to a state of adolescence. And man, are desperate attempts at recapturing adolescence fun? I mean, shit, who doesn't want to go to Bonnaroo? Me. Or run around in a zippy little roadster with a 20-something blonde and do a bunch of blow? Sure, getting old sucks, but some things never get old, right? It dawned on me that I was having the shittiest midlife crisis in history. Where was my 20-something blonde? Where was my sweet little roadster? And for the love of all fuck, where the hell was all the blow? Last time I checked, it was just me and my FJ Cruiser, riding down highway after highway, paying too much for gas, grumbling about my achy knee and fantasizing about settling down with Clotilda and squeezing out a few puppies. Which is when it all clicked. I wasn't having a midlife crisis. This was the dying gasp of my adolescence, after overstaying its welcome and running up a truly hideous bar tab. And sure, when your adolescence lasts into your 40s, it's a crisis. Just not the fun, blonde, roasters, and blow kind. When I performed a quick survey of my life through this lens, it started making a whole lot more sense. It's simple. I've managed to maintain my arrested development long enough that other guys my age had started to have midlife crises, causing them to start acting like me again. Only I'm done now. They're coming back to Bonnaroo in their 40s to find me just finally packing up my tent. I mean, seriously, Clotilda here was no 20-something roadster riding hottie. Sure, she was gorgeous, but this woman wasn't coked-out party trash. She was high-quality breeding stock, the kind of strong, capable woman you can build a family around and probably far too smart to get involved with a mess like me. There was, however, an upside to all this. If my math was right, at this rate I would hit my actual midlife crisis sometime in my 80s. Huh? 
Something to look forward to, I guess. As a side benefit, I think it also means that I'm going to live to 160. From 80 to 100, it's going to be nothing but party trash and little coops with the top down and kilos of coke blown up my ass, Stevie Nicks style. That is if I can still get out of bed. Because frankly, the mileage is starting to show on me a little. In the months leading up to the trip, I was in a great deal of discomfort as a result of a back injury. I sustained this injury while yawning. If a yawn could precipitate back spasms, what would happen if I sneezed? Probably just a giant brain explosion out my nose. But the creeping doubt, the questions. Is this all there is? Who am I really? What's the point of it all? Do you think that bear is friendly? Who farted? They had to go. I didn't get this far by thinking things through. I had to clear my head of any misgivings about who I was, what I was doing, and why. Just keep moving. Deep breaths. Don't panic. Like a wise man once said, Be the ball, Danny. Be the ball. The restaurant manager came up and introduced himself. Young guy. Confident. Looked like he'd been working out. Would you like to try some of our Domaine Pinot Noir, he asked. I think you know I would, I said. I was feeling toasty by now. And this whole, quote, have the best winemakers in the country treat you to their product thing was feeling pretty good. After he filled my glass, I asked him if he knew that National Vodka Day was coming up. I did not know that. In fact, I did not know there was a National Vodka Day, he said. You're not alone, I replied. But I really think it could catch on, you know, with the kids. We carry a number of fine vodkas. Would you like to see a list? It's a wine trip. Dance with the one who brung you. Maybe later, I said. Okay, Mr. Dunn, just let me know, he said. Are you enjoying everything so far? You know, I really am, I said. Some things more than others. Oh, really? What's been your favorite? Well, to be honest, no offense to the menu, and it's all been pretty tasty, but Clotilda is probably the most delicious thing in here. Oh, man, am I a lovable scamp. Excuse me, he said. Her, I said, jerking my thumb toward the kitchen. The waitress. He smiled, exuding calm understanding. Oh, yes, she is gorgeous. You said a mouthful, buddy, I said, being the ball. What's her story? He said, grew up here, went to UO, majored in pharmaing, been working here a couple of years ever since we opened. We got engaged last year, he said. Oh, I said. And then he didn't say anything, just smiled. So I smiled back, took a sip of wine, and waited to die. Please, now. I thought the cop that had pulled me over earlier was comfortable with silences, but this young man had him beat. I found myself wishing I'd taken him up on that vodka offer. After a solid 17-year silence, he spoke. How was the Noki Parisienne? My favorite, I said. I'm thinking of proposing. And with that, we're going to have a word from our sponsor. We have a new sponsor. A new sponsor on the show. Look at it. Everybody's trying to get on board. And uh, let's play that sponsor, and then we're going to come back with Jessica Ann and the Zodiac and Wines of the Zodiac. What do we have here? Ah, yes, Mack Weldon. Oh, how I love me some Mack Weldon. Mack Weldon is a premium men's essential brand that believes in smart design and premium fabrics. You probably heard about their industry-leading underwear. 
Hell, I'm wearing a pair right now. They're so much more than just an underwear company. They really are one-stop shop for men's basics of all kinds. From socks to shirts to hoodies to their new adjustable Storm Chaser rain jacket, Mack Weldon's wares really are the longest-lasting, highest-quality items on the market. They believe in smart design, premium fabrics, and simple shopping. I went to MacWeldon.com recently ordered a whole bunch of stuff. Took me 10 minutes and now I'm rocking a killer new Basics wardrobe. I got some 18-hour Jersey Crew neck undershirts, a couple of pairs of Ace sweatshorts, and no-show socks. And Mack Weldon really does value its loyal customers. That's why they've created the Weldon Blue Loyalty Program. Here's how it works. Create an account. It's totally free. Level 1, place an order for any amount and never pay for shipping again. Level 2, once you purchase $200 worth of products from Mack Weldon, not only will you continue to receive free shipping, but you will also start saving 20% on every order you make for the next year. Oh, and Level 2 also grants you access to new products before they're released to anyone else, as well as free gifts added to future orders. And now, Mack Weldon has a special offer for you, What We're Drinking listeners. For 20% off of first order, your first order, visit MacWeldon.com and enter the promo code DRINKING. They want you to be comfortable, so if you don't like your first pair of underwear, you can keep it, and they'll still refund you no questions asked. Mack Weldon's mission is simple, to make sure all your basics and beyond are smartly designed and that shopping for them is easy and convenient. And I personally promise you this, Mack Weldon is better than whatever you're wearing right now. Okay, with me now, all the way from Louisville, Kentucky, but she's here in studio. We have not done that since since quarantine started, we have not had a guest in studio, and now we do. It's very exciting. We are social distancing. She's on the other side of the studio wearing plexiglass. <laughs> wearing plexiglass. Uh, with us now, Jessica Ann. How are you? I am so good. I'm so glad to be here. It's a, I, I can't even tell you how excited I am to actually have a guest in studio. So... You, uh, you are a, tell us a little bit about your background with whiskey tourism in Louisville. Right. So three, three and a half years ago, I started planning bourbon tours for a transportation company. I think I planned, oh my goodness, probably over a hundred thousand people doing individual tours. And then I moved to working with Fred Minnick as his personal assistant. And so And Fred Minnick is one of the leading whiskey experts in the world. Right. I always like assume people know who he is. Yeah, he has his hands involved in everything. So got out of the tourism business and kind of just followed him around and helped him. So So wine is not your forte, correct? I like to drink it. But you don't you no, wouldn't I'm in call Kentucky. yourself a wine expert. No, yeah, I'm in yeah. Kentucky. But one thing you are really into <laughs> is the Zodiac, the signs, right? Right. So I happen to get a pitch. I get pitched a lot of things, but I got a pitch about wines that, basically this is what the pitch read. It said, whether Mercury is in retrograde or planetary alignment is in our favor, here are the best wines to drink this summer season according to your Zodiac. And it lists a bunch of wines for all that, that correspond with all the Zodiac signs. So I, I, I hit up Jessica Ann and said, you got to come in and help me with this. So we actually had some wine earlier, which was fantastic. It was a Cape Mentel Rosé 2019, okay? And you, when I, when I described the wine, you were able to peg the sign. I was very impressed. I said, this is a wine... It's steeped in tradition. 
uh, and it's the best match for this zodiac sign. And I said this zodiac sign is the responsible sign, and it's governed by Saturn. And you immediately said Capricorn. Capricorn, yes. That was very impressive that you were able to get that. I don't usually share that I'm into the zodiac until like I really know someone, because then they think. I'm like a lunatic. So like what, witchy. where did this start? Where did this interest in the, in the signs? And Am I saying, I don't even know the terminology. Yeah, the signs. Um, I like to control people, you know? And if you, <laughs> 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 no, I like, the more you know about people, whether it's like the Myers-Briggs or whatever tool that you're using, the Zodiac is just a tool. And so, I don't know, I just got really, really into it over the couple of years so i'm not an expert i just really love it but it's something you've been able to incorporate into your life so if oh, you yeah. if you know you're talking to a capricorn mm-hmm. you're maybe able in in a business setting mm-hmm. even you might be able to play to you you know what they're mm-hmm. what they're all about from their zodiac sign 100 percent. okay which doesn't not everyone's the same on your zodiac like you have other signs but i'm generally able if i know someone's sign to like adapt and understand why they are the way they are it's yeah. super interesting. No, I think it's fascinating. And I just, I, I so they, they gave us a whole list here and I want to try to, uh, we haven't, we don't have all these wines now, but we're going to be drinking a, a, you know, another one of these. But um, so this, the, the next wine was a Lambrusco, okay? Mar- Marchese Manadore Reggiano Lambrusco. So that's a, a bubbly red wine, okay? It's a sparkling red wine, Lambrusco, and it's delicious. I love it. Um so this one is a four blend, four different grapes that go into this Lambrusco. And they they tailored this wine to the avant-garde, the innovative and eccentric. They're saying this Zodiac sign is innovative and eccentric avant-garde. Take a guess. Eccentric. Um, Aquarius. Is that that's crazy. <laughs> That's crazy. That's what it is. It's Aquarius. That's nuts. They're weird people. Dan, you're a Cancer, so you're super sweet and huh, well, caring. And yes. So this is a $19 wine, and they said it's a fruity and spicy and mellow cherry notes. And if you're an Aquarius, this is the wine for you. I should, you since you teed it up that I'm a, a Cancer, uh, Terrasas de los Andes Reservo Torantes 2018. And it says that one's the one for me. A $19 bottle of wine. Sensitive, intuitive, <gasps> and nurturing. Oh. Is that right? The mothers of the Zodiac. Okay. Cancers prefer a wine that they can share with their loved ones. That's why you're doing so well in quarantine, because like your cancers love the home. They love to have people here in their home, and that's it. Why why is that? Because you can make people feel comfortable and But why them. why as a cancer do I want to do that? It's just because of the time of year I was born. Right, yeah. I was born under that sign. Mm-hmm. So when they say you're born under a bad sign, is that what they meant? There's no bad sign. There is no bad sign. Cancers signs. are moody. They're moody as fuck. You know what? I fucking am not. I mean, oh, no. uh... <laughs> Stop saying that. I'm not moody at all. Um, so this, that one, that, that wine, uh, it's, a, fra- it's a, a light one uh, and uh, ideal aperitif for pairing with sh- uh, starters, they say. So when, when, I'm, when I'm sharing with my loved ones, I got to make sure I'm sharing little uh, canopies. Is that what you call them? What are those appet- appetizers? What are Appet- they? Tapas? 
I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what I'm. I've had I'm some lost. wine. I've had some wine. <laughs> so, what is your sign, Jessica Ann? I am a Taurus. You're a Taurus. Okay. Well, do you know that's also a car? <laughs> yeah. Made by the Ford Corporation. Mm-hmm. So the Taurus. Ooh, ooh. Bubbly for you. Champagne Nicholas Foyat, which I love. Their Reserve Exclusive Brut Non Vintage. So it says ruled by Venus. Taurians? Taurians? Mm-hmm. Look at right? you. You're natural. Well, I'm reading it off a prepared sheet of paper. <laughs> Taurians feel the need to be surrounded by life's finest offerings. As such, Champagne Nicholas Foyat's exclusive Brut non-vintage is sure to be a favorite as it offers elegant bubbles and clean and complex profile with notes of apple, pear, and peach intermingled with curry and turmeric spices. Yeah, I'm the person in quarantine sitting on my couch wearing fur, drinking bubbly. Drinking bubbly. That's you? Living my best life. You, I can see you doing that. Um, so this is fa- this is kind of fascinating to me. And, and by the way, if you're out there listening and you're doing this and you get any of these wines that correspond with your with your astrological sign, I want you to hit me up at the Imbiber and tell me about the experience. I really do want to know if you feel like this wine and you connected on a on a cosmic level, a spiritual <laughs> level, a soulful level. So if you're a Pisces, for instance, now I know Pisces, uh, my mom's a Pisces, so that's March, right? That's around March? Yes, yeah. Okay, so my mom's a Pisces. My dad's a Pisces. Your dad's mm-hmm. a Pisces, nice. All right, well, maybe your dad's single? Yeah, he is. Dad? Two Pisces? Yeah. What are two Call Pisces? Call your mom. Call her up, yeah. Uh, I wouldn't do Pisces that. are moody and sensitive, and they live in their heads, they're intuitive, so maybe they'd get along. They'd be very like okay. So, so you're nailing this already. Deep. So Stamari Grio, 2018. It's a white wine. The artistic sign of the horoscope family. Pisces are creative and ethereal. For these imaginative types, a bottle of Stamari Grio might fill them with inspiration. This is the most. The Grio, by the way, is the most famous native white grape on Sicily, which was historically used for production of Marsala. You know. Oh, I love the veal marsala. Oh, I'd love it. Uh, this is a very fresh, vibrant wine, salty, mineral finish on that wine. Guess how much you can get this bottle for? Ten bucks. Ten bucks. Wow. Right? That's where you want to be when right. you're in quarantine, right? And that, wouldn't you say? You yeah, because we're drinking a lot. Yeah. Alone. Mm-hmm. Um, what's your favorite sign, obviously, besides your own? Or that we haven't mentioned yet. Oh, that we haven't mentioned. I tend to really like Sagittarius people because they like travel. They like to talk about spiritual things. They're cultured. They're well. You know what's mm-hmm. amazing? See, you are you are psychically attuned to what's going on. <laughs> no, because guess what? The wine that we have in front of us right now that we're about to drink is this it? Is, is the is wine it? for the Sagittarius? <laughs> it's uh, Cloudy Bay, right? Cloudy Bay. T. Coco 2016. So it says, uh, so what, how would you describe the Sagittarius? What, what is a Sagittarius? What's the, what's the profile of the, the average Sagittarius? First of all, this bottle like, looks really sexy. It's like minimalistic. It's, so Sagittariuses love to talk about ideas and theology and spiritual things. They like to be on the go. They travel. They're, they need bright windows and open spaces, and they can't be told what to do. So... Damn it! What, what does it gotta, say? Tell me. So what they what they wrote was that known as the free spirited adventurous sign, 
Sagittarius will love Cloudy Bay's Complex Ticoco. This is 100% Sauvignon Blanc. So if you if you like uh, if you like it's from New Zealand, obviously I, I think most people out there know Cloudy Bay. So it's this very crisp New Zealand Sauvignon Blanc is probably the best. It's my favorite, certainly, and you can you can make an argument that it's it's, it's some of the best wine in the world. Um, so this was sourced from some of their oldest vines across four uh, vineyards in uh, near Renwick, that section of Australia. It was vinified uh, vig- uh, with indigenous yeasts uh, in in eight percent new French oak is what they aged it in, which I think that gives it the French oak always gives it that toasty, refined aromas, uh, and then. Then it was aged after fermentation. That was fermented in that. I'm sorry. And then after that, it was aged in barrel for 15 months, which gives it this round texture. Are you getting that on this wine? A little zingy, zesty, fresh acidity. Are you getting that on that wine? Sure. Mm. It's it's cold. It's fresh. Right. But I it's just it's a really expressive wine. I think. I'm learning. You're teaching me. This is it's delicious. Now this one is gonna, how much is this set one? Your back. How this much is, is a, it? A little bit to sixty bucks. Oh. But I mean, this is a, this is cream of the crop Sauvignon Blanc. If you're a Sauvignon Blanc fan and you, I mean, you're not going to do, you're not going to be disappointed with this wine for 60 bucks. And what are you spending your money on these days anyway, right? You're home, you're not going to the clubs, you're not going to the movies, you're not going to restaurants, although people are starting to now, but 60 bucks retail for this wine. I'm going to say it. I will say it right now. It's a goddamn steal. Would you agree? I, I, yeah, I agree. So I feel bougie over here. You so serving what have, me this? What have we skipped? Cancer. What have we not gone? Oh, we we haven't done Virgos. We didn't do Virgos. All right. And what's the Virgos? Straightforward. Like they're like vodka soda. Like just get it done. That's it. That's what it says. Here. Does it? It, it, it <laughs> says it says they're detail oriented, mm-hmm. grounded, and analytical. Yep. Which is why this is a Mezza Corona Rosé. Now it has the word Corona in it, which could scare you, but don't let it scare you. Mezza Corona Rosé, uh, the 2018, and uh, it said Mezza Corona's methodical approach to making wine is befitting for this Zodiac. So they're methodical They're people. methodical. They're yeah. very, they're weird. They're weird. They're methodical, but I, I love, I love Argos. They get shit done. This comes from Northern Italy's Trentino Alto Adige region. The grapes are hand-picked. They undergo cold macerization maceration for 12 hours. Uh, it, it, the gentle pressing, you get this pink color to it. Fresh, bright, red fruit flavors. It is $9.99. 10 bucks. 10 bucks above. What, what, how do you feel about the $9.99? Are they fooling anybody? I like a $9.99. It's $10. No. That not, yeah. With the penny. Who's using the penny? A lot of people because it's under $10. I guess, but it, I'm not fooled. You I feel are. Like, you like it. You're like it's nine ninety nine. You're excited. Anything you can buy for a penny these days. Name one thing that a penny could get you. I guess it depends on how charming you are. That's true. Yeah. All right. All right. <laughs> how am I doing? Hey. Um, okay. We didn't do Libra. Oh yes. All right, what, what's the what's it, what? It, so Libras are very balanced people. They're like. I can't be on one side or this side. I have to be on both sides. And I'd like to talk and share my ideas. And they're, yeah, I don't know. Okay, I'm going to tell you all, everybody listening right now, and I swear to you, I swear on my family, I swear on anything that's meaningful and holy to me, that Jessica Ann does not, we have not 
coordinated. She is not looking at <laughs> no. what the notes that I have in front of me. She's not seeing these at all. I'm just okay? a weirdo. So what it says is the way to a Libra's heart is through a well-balanced wine, which is exactly what you just said. They're very balanced mm-hmm. people. So this is a Smoke Tree Chardonnay 2018. Okay. Uh, it's a, uh, it says white floor. Again, we're not drinking this right now. I'm just telling you what they're saying. White florals, honeysuckle, which by the way, you introduced me to honeysuckle, honeysuckle. today. Honeysuckles. Dan has never yeah, I didn't know had any, a honeysuckle. I never had it. Yeah. He did not want to put his mouth on the flower because he was afraid someone would have walked by and coughed on it. But... I did. You let loose and you lick the flower. I had honeysuckle and it was delicious. So <laughs> now I got it. A honeysuckle, bright citrus, uh, white peaches, very clean, mineral-driven wine with some nectarine on this. Um, so it is a $20 bottle of wine, smoke tree, Chardonnay. How about the Scorpio? Oh, Scorpios are, they like to say they're dark and mysterious and... They will cut you. They will cut a bitch. Like if you cross a Scorpio, they are done for life. So they're dark, mysterious, moody, a little scary, a little scary, but I like them. Damn it. Is that what it says? I'm so So the wine is the Skyside Red Blend 2017. Intense Scorpio is ruled by Pluto, making them fearless and passionate. Mm -hmm. That's what it sounds like you Mm -hmm. just said. Somebody who's going to- You need to go back through every girl you've dated- and see if they're born like in November, like late November, and be like, that's why she was, that's why she almost crazy killed me. Yeah, like yeah, a crazy, right. I wouldn't say like a crazy bitch, but a little bit. So what they're saying, if you're going to, if you're going to bottle that Zodiac sign, it would be Skyside's Red Blend, bold and vigorous. Mm. It's a blend of Merlot, Petit Syrah, and Cabernet Sauvignon, which are all, uh, you know, vinifera, noble grapes. I mean, the great uh, cranberries, plum fruits, warm baking spices, chocolate. I love chocolate in my red wines. Uh Full body round wine, again twenty bucks. All of these wines on this list are going to be for. I, I should probably put them on my social. I put them on Instagram. I will. Right. I will post the list of all these wines on the Instagram at the Imbiber. Go there. I always say I'm going to do this, and I don't, but I will. <laughs> no, this time <laughs> I'm, I'm going to make you do it. I'm going to do it. I'm going to make. All right, it. so we're you're you're killing this. Let's see. We so we've done Capricorn, Sagittarius, Scorpio. We did Libra. We did Virgo. Oh, you know what we did? We did Cancer. And we did Gemini and Taurus and Pisces and Aquarius. So we got two left. And here they are. Fun fact, Scorpios are like very much sex addicts. Not like as a broad statement, but they are. That's why they keep people. What, what month's that? That's You're like, when? I'm going to go on the dating app and find them. Yeah. Um, I think it starts, gosh, it's in November. So okay. it's, yeah. If you're out there, Scorpios. Yeah, they're hit, sexy. Hit me up. Sexy uh, and dark. They yeah. will like trap you. Uh, how do you feel about the Leo? I lovely. I have okay, my mom is a Leo, so as I've gotten older, I have a deeper appreciation. I tend to be around a lot of Leos. They are all about their tribe. Like Leo's sign is a lion. So great hair. They are the center of attention. I am proud. I am loud. I need a lot of positive feedback and i need my friends to love me and yeah so i worked for leo you guys need to track down jessica ann and get consultations because she she's just got (laughs) it man so this is what it says first of all the wine that they're recommending is a villa antinori rosso toscano which is a, a tuscany wine igt 2016 spotlight loving leos are governed by the sun which makes them dramatic 
bold and charismatic. Mm-hmm. So this wine, intense ruby red color, complex nose, uh, again, Villa Antonori's Rosso Toscano IGT. I will put this on my Instagram so you know what wine I'm talking about because right now you're going, what is, he's not even speaking English. It's Italian. It's Italian. I'm from Kentucky. I don't understand that. What are you saying? <laughs> what are you? What? what in the hell is this shit? Just give me some drinks. So they said it offers dazzling aromas of red fruit, cherries, plums, mints, spices, and vanilla from the oak, velvety palate. Man, I want to have this. We got to have all these wines. Yeah, but tonight, again, right now. How much you want to guess this one costs? It has to be more expensive. No. No. Twenty bucks. 20 beans. $20. So we got one more sign. I don't even remember which one we didn't get to. Uh, I think, right? Was we it did Pisces? You did Pisces. We didn't do... Oh, there's one we didn't do. Uh, Gemini. No, I'll tell you what they... I'll, let's reverse it. I'm going to describe it and you tell me who it As is. As a Gemini. It's the only one we haven't done. No, I think we did. Read it. Let me hear. We did the Gemini. That was the... Oh. That was the... Oh, shit. Oh, wait. No, we didn't. We didn't do Sorry. a Gemini. There's two we didn't do. You're right. You God love damn. a Gemini. So the Gemini is a Cape Mentel, which is the rose, uh, the rose we mentioned earlier. They also do a Sauvignon Blanc. Sauvignon 2019. Tell us about the Gemini, Jessica Oh, my gosh. Ann. So the sign for the Gemini is twins. Geminis will always change their mind. Like, they're this person, this person, depending on who they're around. They're loud. They're proud. They will raise the vibration of a room in a second. They're fun. They're taking off their clothes. They, they're, I don't know, they're mutable. They're just fun people. So They the talk mo- a lot. The Gemini, the most versatile zodiac sign. Ooh. Geminis prefer a multifaceted, vibrant wine style to keep up with their constantly changing moods. I don't know who they are. Which is fun, but also... Interests and tastes. They're constantly mm-hmm. changing. Mm-hmm. So they say this uh, Cape Mentel Sauvignon Blanc Semillon fits the bill as this blend offers the best of both worlds. Intense aromatics and zingy acidity from the Sauvignon Blanc matched with creamy texture and elegant minerality from the Semillon. So two different grapes, obviously. Sauvignon Blanc, Semillon. 19 bucks a bottle. 19 bucks a bottle. Um, we got one more sign... One more sign, but before we get to that sign, we got to have a quick word from a sponsor. Yeah, we got to pay the bills. So let's let's <laughs> let's let's pay some bills, and then we'll be back with Jessica Ann and one more sign. Hey all, being on lockdown these past few months has been tough on all of us. Something I've found to be extremely helpful in maintaining my sanity during this challenging time is sticking to daily routines. Maintaining a sense of structure can help prevent you from feeling overwhelmed, and I highly recommend you keep doing the little things you used to do on the regular in the pre-COVID era, like shaving, for instance. Unfortunately, Harry's is here to help you look your best while saving you a little cash along the way. Yes, Harry's has your grooming needs covered, with high-quality blades as low as $2 each, delivered straight to your doorstep. Cut out the middleman, manufacturing blades in a German factory that's been honing the craft for a century, which means you get incredibly high-quality blades at factory direct prices. And during this trying time, you'll feel a little better about your purchase. Not only is Harry's donating 1% of proceeds to nonprofit organizations devoted to helping provide access to better health care for men and veterans, they're also giving $1 million worth of shaving supplies to hospitals across the U.S. That's what I call good karma for you and Harry's. 
What We're Drinking listeners can redeem their Harry's trial set at harrys.com slash drinking. That's harrys.com slash drinking. You'll get a weighted ergonomic handle for a firm grip, a five-blade razor with lubricating strip and trimmer blade, rich lathering shave gel with aloe to keep your skin hydrated, and a travel blade cover to keep your razor dry and easy to grab on the go. So go to harrys.com slash drinking to start shaving better today. This is Ed Lee, and you're listening to What We're Drinking with Dan Dunn Podcast. Thank you. Ed Lee, of course, famous chef from, lives in Louisville, Kentucky. You know Ed, right? You know Ed. Yes. Yes. So we're back with Jessica Ann, and we have gone through the Zodiac. We've gone through all the signs of the Zodiac, except for one. There's one left. One zodiac sign left, one wine left. Can you feel the excitement? Aries. God damn Aries. What are what tell us about the Aries, Jessica Ann? I love Aries because they get shit done. They are fire. They just ram through shit. They like the person who's taking shots. Like I need results. I need it fast. I need it done. They are they're go getters. They kind of have emotions. They kind of don't like. Beware of dating in Aries. Okay, they'll be over you just as fast as they fell in love with you. So the wine for the Aries <laughs> is Chandon. Chandon, of course, from California. Chandon Rosé. All right, that's a bubbly. That sounds sweet. So what it says is headstrong, enthusiastic, and feisty. Aries drink like everyone is watching, which is why they prefer a wine that gets noticed. And gets them noticed. So this wine, eye-catching and fun, Chandon's dry, sparkling rosé features a gorgeous shade of pink in the glass with standout aromas of fresh strawberries, watermelon, and cherry that proceed through the palate and finish. And it's what I love about Chandon. Have you you ever drink Chandon, the bubbly here from California? Mm-hmm. They're they're very affordable wines, but they're they're you know they hold their own against the bubbly from from France for sure. And uh, twenty six bucks a bottle. Not 26 bad. bucks a bottle. But we don't have it here, so I don't know how delicious it is. Well, let's go back to the, the one we do have. Right. The, what do we have? The most expensive one. <laughs> we are drinking the most expensive one. Hey. Hey, man. You know, <laughs> we, we, got, we got to take care of ourselves. Yeah. Here, let's get a cha-ching. Here we go. There we go. It's a long stretch. It was hard to do that through, <laughs> right? through the plexiglass, too. She's behind plexiglass. We are social distancing, and I recommend all of you do that. Yeah, the one we've got is the Cloudy Bay Ticoco 2016, and I fucking love this wine. I do. It's I really do. good. I mean, all the wines we mentioned, you know, very reasonable, and I say check them out. But if you got the dough, if you got 60 bucks, this is one of the best Sauvignon Blancs I've had in a long time. And again, I'm going to invite you to go to my social media, pick up these wines. I'm going to make a, I'll put a list on there, and then get them, and let me know. Hit me up and let me know what you think about them. Jessica Ann... How are you enjoying your trip to California? You, you you haven't been here many times, right? I've been here one time before for like 20 hours. This is my second time. I, I love the weather. Yeah. I'm, yeah. And I love the plants. How are things in Kentucky? And, and, and I guess, you know, we talked earlier about what you, Rowdy. what you did before your, you know, I love going to to bourbon country there in Kentucky. I love Louisville and the surroundings area, Bardstown and whatever. We love you. And 
man, I hope it comes back because you know better than anybody. It's just such a great experience mm -hmm. to go there and, and see these iconic distilleries along with the new ones. There's there's a lot of great new whiskeys in the game right now, and the people are warm and welcoming at these distilleries. It's an experience I recommend. And, and what do you say? What say you, Jessica? What say you? I recommend it as well. I recommend everyone come to Kentucky. and I mean... Maybe in a couple months. I don't years. <laughs> it's hit us hard. It's sad. I was like, I miss I miss the tourism. I miss people coming and being able to share that. I do. It's gonna happen again. It's yeah, gonna happen. It again. will, yes, for sure. And some distilleries actually are open. There are like the smaller craft distilleries are open. They're just like doing outside tours under ten people. Okay, they're doing outside. smaller stuff. Yeah, they're doing small stuff and it's 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 fine. It's okay. It's fine. Yeah. Um, this is the part we're going to get wrapping up in a second here, but I'm, I'm going to do a little mixing. I'm going to do a little, let me, I want to see if you can, I, I have like my sounds and my music that I do. So let's, let's try a little here and you tell me what you think. Let's go. We, we get a little beat. You want a little beat? Are we, gonna, are we, are we dancing? Okay. Like it? Yeah. Should I throw in a little bass? Are you right. doing this? Are you DJing? I'm doing this. I'm actually DJing. Look at you. Oh, wait. What happened? Yeah. Don't stop, drums. Don't fade out on me. Oh, that's it. We got to get rid of that fade out. There we go. Okay, should I add a little guitar? Go for it. See, when you said you were getting a turntable, this is what I thought. I was thinking you were going to DJ for me. I didn't know you were getting a record player. I don't think this works. <laughs> um, no, it's a, little, it's a little bright. What about, I add, what about I add another drum beat? Can that happen? Is that too much? No, you can add like a piano, but like a deeper one. It's a little chime. All right. Too much? Too much. There's too much going too on? Much. Stop that one. So <laughs> I, I'm really enjoying this, but now let's... All right, we'll just do... We'll do one of my... We'll is this do, part of your show? Do you always do that? I, you know what? I like to do... You know, you how about so this many one? talents. Yeah, there we go. There's me. That's my mixing. Um, first off, I want to thank Jessica Ann for joining us on the show today. Thank you so much for being here with us. Do you want to be followed on the social media or no? You don't um, have to. Be. Don't be disappointed. I mean, you can follow me. It's public. What is it? It's Jessica Ann KY. Jessica Ann KY. What did you say in your phone? It was like Jessica So <laughs> is KY your favorite uh, it's sexual lubricant? Oh. Oh, oh wow. KY you went Jelly. KY as in Kentucky. Oh, Kentucky. Okay. I, I have didn't, to change my username now. I have to change it now. Jessica Ann KY. So follow Jessica in there. And I, again, remind you, I, Flaviar, June 24th, which is today, the show's dropping 8 p.m. on Eastern Time on Flaviar's YouTube and Facebook. We're doing a virtual pub quiz night with Jay Flynn, the most famous virtual pub quiz guy from England. I'm on the Adam Carolla Show Monday, June 29th. Um, follow me on social media at The Imbiber. And again, thank you all for spending time with us on this show. Love having you. Love you. And coming up, the next two episodes, we got Paul Feig, director Paul Feig, Bridesmaids, 
Ghostbusters, Kids in the Hall. No, he wasn't Kids in the Hall. What was Paul Feig? He was, uh, uh, what's that show that Seth Rogen was on and all, you know, that one. And yeah, anyway, Paul Feig is coming on the show. And Hall of Fame tennis player Andy Roddick is also going to be joining us. I think these are going to be the next two episodes, Paul Feig and Andy Roddick. So we'll see you then. And you know what? Rock it out. <laughs>